Welcome to Prevention Intervention, your go-to podcast about avoiding addiction and becoming the best version of yourself. This podcast is brought to you by the Nova Southeastern College of Allopathic Medicine in collaboration with the Florida Blue Foundation. And now, here's your host. Hello, my name is Peyton Bittner, and I'm the grant coordinator here at NSUMD, and joining me today is Rachel. Thanks for joining us, Rachel. Hi, Peyton. Thanks for having me today. My name is Rachel, and I'm a social worker and research assistant with opioid and substance use-related grants. Thank you. So how do you think your experiences have shaped your understanding of substance abuse and misuse? So I think um, I have a bit of a unique perspective. I'm 31 years old and I've been aware of opioid overdoses and substance use and misuse for over half my life now. Um, I think it's only been recently seen as an epidemic. Um, I grew up in the Tampa Bay area. I attended what would be considered a, a good high school, but every year while I was there, a student passed away from opioid overdose. Um, and it didn't stop there. After high school, shortly after graduation, I lost um, a good friend from opioid overdose. And then also when I was home from college for my 19th birthday, um, something happened that I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I was home getting ready to go out for dinner for my birthday with my family. And there was a student from my high school that actually knocked on our door. Um, and he was, um, clearly not doing well. Um, and it turned out that he was in the middle of overdose and he actually overdosed in the street in front of my house. Um, mm-hmm. he ended up being okay. He was, um, taken by ambulance, but this is something I've been aware of for a long time. And not only with my classmates have I seen it, um, but my brother was one of those people multiple times. Um, I've personally seen him overdose. I've been the one to call the ambulance. Um, I've seen him lose his breath. And I've personally witnessed um, Narcan saving his life. Um, It's something that he struggled with for years and I've seen. um, But I am happy to say that he's currently in recovery and next month we'll celebrate one year sober. Um, All of this I'm saying to say that um, as a somewhat young, but not, um, you know, no longer a youth, Um, I hardly remember a time without the opioid crisis being on the forefront of my brain. Well, I mean, thank you for sharing all that, Rachel. It sounds like you've had a lot of people in your life that, you know, a lot of people around you, I should should say, that have struggled with this opioid crisis. So how do you think these experiences have shaped your career path? Yeah, so having witnessed this from family, from friends, Mm -hmm. classmates. Um, I've seen it all around me. And honestly, I think it's made me a more compassionate person and really led me to to social work. So I started working with youth serving nonprofits, um, not in an opioid related capacity, but um, I still witnessed this. Um, It was still an issue in youth shelters across Mm -hmm. the state of Florida. And seeing this and experiencing it personally, I ultimately chose to pursue a master's degree in social work. Um, And now I not only work with youth programs, but a variety of opioid and substance use related programs um, across the state. So I think it's it's really led me um, to be a servant and a public service um, 
career, it led me to a career in public mm-hmm. service around this, um, really wanting to help this issue. So that's, a, I think that that's really a, a pretty interesting story that you have where you have taken all the experiences that you've been through and all the things that you've seen regarding substance abuse and turned it into something that you're willing to work and try to help other people with. So, you know, just to kind of bring this all full circle, do you think that there is this unfair stigma around substance abuse that, you know, we can somehow maybe change through more awareness or anything like that? Yes, I definitely think so. Um, It's something that can truly happen to anyone from being um, myself, a 14, 15 year old in high school and seeing it um, with peers to being um, an adult in this arena and seeing it affect youth to older adults. It doesn't matter what your race, your religion, your socioeconomic status. Um, I've seen it affect all walks of life. I think that we're just starting to address this as an issue that it is. Um, And with things like this podcast, I really think that talking about it is what we need to help remove this stigma around it. I think we really need people to not feel judged for seeking help or treatment or even just broaching the subject itself. Um, Mm -hmm. I think substance use is often seen as a moral failing And we need to remove this perspective. This is um, a disease. It can affect anyone. Um, And I think that behind the substance use is a person who's in pain. And we need to remember that, that this is a human being. Um, And that person could look fine from the outside. Um, I think to help remove this stigma, we need to normalize checking in on our friends, on our loved ones, um, in the youth in our lives. And that no one can really solve this alone. We need strong support networks to tackle this epidemic. You know, I think you brought up some really, really great points. I love how you mentioned that, you know, substance abuse is not this, you know, it only affects one person. It only affects people who may even deserve it or quote unquote deserve it. It's mm-hmm. everybody. And I like how you really emphasize that it's it's truly a disease and that helping the people in pain is really what we should be doing. Yes, I definitely think so. I think something that both my experience um, with this personally and as a social worker is we really need to meet people where they're at Um, and understanding that, yeah, you know, like this really could happen to anyone um, and we'll get through it together, but we have to be able to talk about it um, and remove that stigma. Well, thank you, Rachel, for everything you shared. I think that, you know, you bring up some of the greatest, some of the best points we've had. And we wish you the best of luck on all your research and all your continued work in social work. Thank you so much, Peyton. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll receive notifications as new episodes become available. If you'd like to learn more about this project, be sure to check out our website with the link in our podcast description. Thanks again for listening and remember to stay healthy, stay happy, stay clean. Until next time.